0: Welcome to Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, Hispanicnpr.com. This is Elena Del DelVal and my guest is Isabel Valdez, who is author of Hispanic Customers for Life, A Fresh Look at Acculturation. Today we will discuss her book and marketing to Latinos. For more than 25 years, Isabel has consulted with corporations, government, and non-profit corporations in the U.S. and abroad. In 1987, she founded Hispanic Market Connections, Inc., a marketing research firm. She currently heads Isabel Valdez Consulting, IVC, and advises clients on how to transform heart shares into market shares. Isabel is a member of the PepsiCo Frito-Lay Latino Advisory Board and the advisory board of Scholastic Lee Yseras, a trustee of the National Council of La Raza, NCLR, in Washington, D.C., and the Latino Community Foundation in San Francisco. In 2001, she was selected Fortune Small Business. In 2000, she was named as the 21st Century Star of Multicultural Research by American Demographics Magazine. Hispanic Customers for Life, published in early 2008, is her fourth book. She received two graduate degrees from Stanford University. Isabel resides in San Francisco and is the proud mother of Gabriel Aranovich, MD, and Clara Aranovich. Isabel, welcome.
1: Gracias, Elena.
0: It's a pleasure. I am sure there are a lot of folks out there who are familiar with your first three books and are excited to hear about this new project and all of the wisdom that you have gathered in these many years of expertise in the Hispanic market.
1: Thank you, Elena.
0: What would you say if you had to summarize the concepts in the book in a nutshell? What would you say is the wisdom that readers will glean? What what does the book share? I think the title of the book, Hispanic Customers
1: for Life, is... Uh, Sort of a summary of what the book is about. Um, um, It's a collection of wisdom, of uh, expertise, of case studies, of uh, insights that um, hopefully will help clients and uh, managers who read the book know how to manage and approach the Hispanic market today, uh, not just for a one-time, surprisingly good uh, result and campaign, but customers for life, touching their hearts, building relationships that are uh, deep, long-term, and not just with the customer, but with the family.
0: Before we get into the fresh look of acculturation that you describe in the book, let's just look very briefly at the concept of acculturation Because a number of times I find myself discussing acculturation when I'm giving presentations or with clients, and I find that people are puzzled by the concept itself. So perhaps we could start there. How would you define acculturation, Um, Elena? Acculturation is is difficult to
1: describe because it is, uh, you know, as a as a term which I started using in the 80s. Again, for lack of a better word, which you will hear many times, I had to do over my 25-year uh, career, um, having to find a way to express a phenomenon that is not simple. It's not, um, you know, homogeneous. It's not um, going to. It doesn't happen the same way everywhere. So, what what we observed uh, in the 80s when we began to research. Um, large numbers of um, Latino consumers throughout the United States when I um, was the director of Hispanic Market Connections, the research company. um, What we saw is that there was a phenomenon of adaptation to the new culture from the immigrants. I'm talking here specifically about the Latino new immigrants, the huge wave of immigrants that took place during this, you know, started in the late 70s, then uh, increased in the 80s and the 90s. And uh, began to slowly, slowly dwindle. Um, actually, the turn of the century. And what it is is a phenomenon of uh, adaptation from the traditional cultural values, the traditional perspectives of life, um, everything that has to do with your own self, your own culture, where you were raised, whatever country you came from. This applies to. Asian immigrants as well as to uh, German immigrants, Russian immigrants. So when you arrive to the United States as an immigrant, you bring with you this whole view of the world, what you expect uh, society to look like, how to interact with people, the social protocols, what products uh, should look like and taste like. And uh, when you migrate to this uh, your new host country, things are different. The way society is organized is different. Uh, products and brands are different, and marketing is different. So, of course, from the moment you arrive into a new country, you slowly begin to observe how different it is. So what is happening, this is not the way I used to expect. For example, I remember when I arrived in the United States, I was about, I think, 24, 25, and uh, I think that in my in my own country, South America, I was a little bit already of a spinster. Remember, I'm talking about uh, you know 30 years ago, 35 actually. And um, in the United States, to be single, a uh, woman single, professional at that time was perfectly normal. Actually, it would have been uh, more surprising that I was married uh, than uh, the other way around. So, the clocks, the expectations in our lives of what life should be like life cycle, when you should have your first child, when you should retire, when you should do what, and all these internal plots related to your inner culture that we are not even aware that it exists. I call it our invisible bubble. Everything, when you come in contact with this new society, this new culture, you begin to adopt. Some things we reject. They don't talk to us. They're not relevant. But others, uh, we adopt um, and learn very easily. So this whole process of... Different layers in society, different way we interact with each other, different way of seeing the world begins to change, you know, to adapt and learn from the, um, the host country's culture. And I call it acculturation. There's several terms to refer to this phenomenon. It depends on which field you're coming from. You know, I chose acculturation and I think to some degree, uh, I popularized that term in, 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 instead of adaptation or assimilation, which are other terms that are used in sociology, other in in, uh, social psychology, and so on and so forth, because I think acculturation has the word culture um, in the term, and that is from what uh, we have researched for 30-some years, and this process uh, is what we are talking about. Is more the changes at that time are really at the valoric level, are many times how I see the world a little bit on the cultural End. So, this huge phenomenon, this long, fluid phenomenon that happens at different, um, you know, at times, different ways in in life um, for different people, it takes different. Uh, you know, you may adapt, um, assimilate, or acculturate faster certain aspects of your personal life or your career or your family life, but in others, uh, you keep your old traditional values. You can't change, for example the values or your expectations or your preferences for music or for food or what is the duty of a mother, um, the expectations of what a father or a grandfather should behave or be like or dress like, all these things that, you know, they're very, very intimate, very, uh, you know, at the core of a person's, shall we say, soul, who you are, you know, uh, those things are very difficult to change. and. Those many times when we've done research um, with families who migrated or never migrated, you know, some of them have been here uh, for 200, 300 years, um, these families still keep some of those key, key um, values like the family, the relevance of the family, uh, the social group, how relevant and how close that interaction is with the different members of the social group. So you have to see your parents every week or you have to call them if you're not around, you don't live close by, but that that strength of the bond, how close we are tied together, I can still find those values and um, same as with immigrants who just arrived, we find them the same way even though they've been here for many, many, many generations. So the acculturation process itself, how long it takes for somebody to completely, Up and and completely belong to the new host country's um, culture can take many generations. Again, Elena, if you if you research or you study, you know what has happened with other large immigrant groups that have come to the United States or all over the world, like let's say um, the early uh, Italian settlers. You know, a lot of their culture is still there. I mean, alive, and, and they keep their celebrations, and it's still there uh needless to say, uh, Jewish communities are even stronger and um, maintain their culture and their values and their way to see the world and so on and so forth. So this famous acculturation process is not linear, it's not automatic, it doesn't happen the same everywhere, and it's not something you can just go and say, oh, if they're speaking English and they live here 10 years or 20 years, oh, they are already acculturated. No, it, it, that is simply... Uh, oversimplifying and uh, not doing justice to this uh, complex phenomenon that is very useful if you know how to use it in marketing.
0: Thank you, Isabel. And to our audience, thank you for listening to Isabel Valdez, who discussed her book, Hispanic Customers for Life, A Fresh Look at Acculturation, brought to you by Hispanic Marketing and Public Relations, HispanicMPR.com providing you essential information on America's largest minority. Expand your reach, improve your bottom line, by reaching America's largest minority effectively with information from the experts. Listen to presentations from national experts in downloadable audio presentations and extended interviews about Marketing to Multicultural Kids, presented by Michelle Valdovinos, who is Senior Vice President of Phoenix Multicultural. Hispanic Perspectives on Advertising, presented by Liria Barbosa, who is Research Director at CNR Research. The Changing Latina Landscape, presented by Cesar Malgoza, who is Managing Director of Latin Force Group. Best-in-Class Hispanic Strategies, presented by Carlos Santiago, who is President, and Doreen Allen, who is Managing Partner of Santiago Solutions Group. To learn more about these and other presentations, visit our resources section at hispanicnpr.com slash resources slash HMPR hyphen products.